Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. My guest says, hidden in the darkness that many of you are facing right now, your mess is your message. My guest was set free and was given keys from Messiah that will launch you into the best part, into the greatest part of the rest of your life. Next. Sid Roth has spent over 40 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Welcome to our most important guest. Holy Spirit, have your way. I pray in Yeshua's mighty name that you make this show naturally supernatural. On the surface, Chad Norris's future looked brilliant. Graduated seminary, popular, itinerant international Baptist speaker. But Chad, what was going on in the darkness? There's a lot going on. So I had my first panic attack when I was five years old. A mm. demonic presence filled my room. And as a little boy, I had no clue, Sid, what was going on. Uh, panic attack started at five, got stronger at 12, began to have many night terrors, night tremors, and also grew up in a little bit of legalism. And so I developed a mindset of God as distant, sadistic, out to get me. Other than that, I was great. So I, I had a rough go at it. Attacks, really bad mindset. This led me to go on medications when I was 18. As a freshman in college, my, my world fell apart internally. And I didn't have a theology that helped me. I, I had a theology that I was alone. I felt alone. I went on Klonopin, Zoloft, and Xanax at the age of 18. So, so many even younger kids are going on these antidepressants today. It's, it's, a, it's a bad problem. And these things are powerful, Sid. So from 18 to 30, I was on medications, went to Beeson Divinity School in Birmingham, Alabama, got a seminary degree, and still didn't know the Father, not blaming anyone for that. That was just my journey. And at the age of 30, I was still battling depression and anxiety, and I just decided that we were getting ready to have our first child, and I told my wife I'm ready to come off these medications, and very foolishly did not check with the doctor, came off of them very quickly, and that is just when everything went south. Uh, my mind shut down, my body shut down. I can remember like it was yesterday being in the fetal position on the kitchen floor. My wife was on the phone with my brother. I, I believed in God, Sid. I just didn't have any intimacy with Him. And I prayed a prayer. And this is where I began to develop a passion for God's not afraid of our mess. In the fetal position, this is what I said, Jesus, help me. That's what I pray. I've prayed that prayer myself. And yeah. you know what? He does. And I, th I think a lot of us are afraid to invite the Lord into our mess. And so shortly thereafter, I, I drove nine hours to Titusville, Florida with my wife. And I had some spiritual warfare counseling. Now, you have to understand, I was a cessationist that didn't really... It's not that I was against anything supernatural. It just wasn't my experience. Mm -hmm. It was more of just ignorance than anything. And in the middle of the counseling session, the middle of the afternoon, this counselor just asked me a question. And this Baptist boy had no grid for what an open vision was. And I had my first open vision. Hmm. Jesus Christ stared right at me, the most kind, tender, 
It wasn't his power that knocked me out of the chair, it was his love. There was a nine-foot angel on one side with a sword, a six-foot angel on one side, and Jesus says, I'm your healer, trust me, and he told me that twice. Now, Sid, I didn't grow up around supernatural stories. And so when, when this happened and I fell onto the floor under his love, the first thing I said when I came to is I told my wife, we are not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> I was like, if Jesus is that kind, that means his father is that kind. And I, it was a matter of days where the father began to help me unlearn most of what I'd ever learned about him. I felt like I was in a matrix. You told me before we went on the air, the Father, God himself is here. Yes. Right before we started filming, you said, do you feel that? And I said, yes. Yeah. And I, I know theologically the Father is in us, right? Right. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. But when you draw close to me, he draws close to us. That's what he says. There's a lot of God's kids that believe in Jesus. They don't want to go to hell when they die but they don't know the Father intimately. And when I began to know the Father, I never went out looking to be prophetic or walk in signs and wonders or see feathers drop on people when I pray for them or see gold dust manifest. I prayed for a blind woman in our church. God healed her. All I said was, Father, show her how much you love her. And 42 families left our church. <laughs> yeah, so, the membership drives yes, the wrong way. I have an anointing to shrink a church. I can shrink anyone's church. I can do it. Tell me about the time you were filled with the Holy Spirit, a nice Baptist boy, uh, well, here's a seminary story. graduate. Father tells me all the time, he says, supernaturally gave you humor to disarm the religious spirit so people can hear you. I wish I could tell you that my baptism in the Holy Spirit was dramatic. It was the most non-dramatic baptism in the Spirit ever. I, this is after I had an encounter with the Lord. I said, Father, I want to uh, pray in tongues. I want to receive the baptism like Jesus did. And he said, just go. Well, I took him literally. I literally, 2 o'clock in the morning, got the keys to my wife's black Honda Pilot or Honda Accord, drove around town. Nothing happens for an hour. So I go back home. I sit on my black futon couch, and I said, what do I do? He said, just go. And I just started praying in tongues. My wife woke up the next morning. I said, babe, I prayed in tongues last night. She said, are you kidding me right now? And then all of a sudden, I started walking in. I didn't even know what prophecy was. I got a seminary degree and didn't know 1 Corinthians 14. I'd walk up to people. I would tell them everything about themselves. I would give words of knowledge on a level. I could hear the Father laughing. And, and what he started showing me was, he said, I respond not just to faith, but childlike faith. And it was overnight I started operating in the supernatural. Uh, what happened to your broken heart? That was, I wish I could tell you, it was some long, drawn-out process. Sid, I had a love encounter the next day. It was as though I could literally feel condemnation fall off of me. Uh, people say all the time, where do you get your passion from? It's not just the anointing. I remember what it was like to be that guy who was tied up, who thought God hated my guts. And now I, I, I minister as much from my past wounds. It's like Henry Nouwen said, the wounded healer. If people just knew that the Father not only was real, and, and listen, I love the Lord. I love Jesus. But Jesus was manifested on the earth to show us the Father. And this next move of God, this end time move of God, is not just about Jesus. It's about His Father. Jesus exists to this day to take us to the Father. That's why even Christians don't have tons of peace. Because if you just believe in Jesus, that's one thing. But when you know the Father, that's eternal life. There are many that are watching us right now that say, I have a broken heart. And there are many watching that say, 
What do you even mean by a broken heart? What are the symptoms of a broken heart? Self-hatred, confusion, doubt, condemnation. When someone's in self-hatred, do they know it? Mm, that's a great question. Many times, no. What has to happen is the Holy Spirit begins to illuminate that. And you, there's a metric to everything in life, right? Not, there's not Everybody's not at the same level of self-hatred. But I, I teach all the time. If Satan has a mission in his existence, it's to condemn us, to condemn the saints. To some degree, and this is me being a lead pastor for almost 10 years now, I hardly meet anyone who has not struggled with that. And so Luther called Romans 8 the gateway to the Bible. I call Romans 8, 1 the gateway to the gateway. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for Sid, for Chad. And see, here's the deal. A lot of God's kids, they start off in the love of Christ, but then years later, it's as though we think that we're supposed to be self-made people with the Father. The key to the prophetic healing intimacy is truly believing Romans 8, 1. Not for your brother, not for your spouse, in the mirror. And that's what God, God began to... No condemnation. I'm going to tell you a funny story. The Lord told me one day, He said, you want to know what Satan's favorite biblical passage is? I said, what? He said, Satan's favorite biblical passage is John 3.16, when Jesus is talking to Nicodemus. Most, the devil realized he couldn't defeat the church early on, so he just joined it. And he stands behind <laughs> many, many, many pulpits. Most people believe John 3.16 is about the afterlife. It's not. It's about eternal life. It's a deep, intimate friendship with the Father. And so when Nicodemus sneaks around and knocks on the door, the Lord is talking to Nicodemus about this Zoe, this deep connection with the Father. This is what drove so many of religious leaders crazy around Jesus. Who is your Father? Who, who do you keep talking about your Father? Jesus existed then and now to introduce us to the Father. That is eternal life. Nine months after Chad's visitation from Jesus and the angels, Chad stepped into the miraculous for himself and the miraculous for others. Be right back. We will be right back to It's Supernatural! Many viewers report testimonies as a result of watching It's Supernatural! I got freed from a cocaine addiction. I saw one of your shows. I prayed and was healed. I had spent millions of dollars on cocaine before I was saved, and now I have a ministry. From that one episode, my life did a complete U-turn. If you've been touched watching It's Supernatural, share your testimony at sidroth.org slash praise. We now return to It's Supernatural. Now, nine months after Chad had an amazing encounter with Jesus and, and angels, the supernatural began to really open up. Uh, you, uh, you were in a restaurant with a waitress. What happened? This has happened so many times, my wife laughs about it now, but we're at the beach. We're not in a ministry event. I love food a lot. Father talks to me about it a lot. He's trying to get me skinnier. And I order some shrimp. Waitress comes up. And I said, uh, you weren't coming to work tonight. You've been suicidal. You live with your grandmother right now. 
You've been self-cutting yourself emotionally. You have no desire to live. Yeah, there's a Baptist pastor that yeah. doesn't even believe in miracles for yes. today. I want you to know that. Go ahead. I said, I, I said her name and I said, the father wants you to know you will never be able to doubt his goodness the rest of your life. And I gave her some more words. She starts weeping. I start weeping. My wife takes a, a picture of us together. Sid, here's what's fun about when you walk in uh, friendship with the father, wherever you are, there the Father is. And if you bond in intimacy with Him, you don't have to try to be pro- prophetic or even charismatic. You just be friends with God. He'll show you things. Okay, this begs a question. Okay. How do you become a friend of God's? The, you just say, I want to be a friend? What, I mean, is it that simple? What, what, what do you do? I wish I could make it complicated. Let me tell you through my own story. <laughs> I, it's just, this is so simple, you have to hire someone to help you misunderstand it. You ready? It's Let this. me take notes. All right. There's two verses that changed my life. Colossians 1, 21 and 22. I personalized it. Chad was once alienated, hostile in mind, performing in evil deeds. But Jesus now presents me before the Father, holy, blameless, and beyond reproach. The Father has a sense of humor. Pe- people, there are a lot of people more spiritual than the Father is. They're more religious. It's just so religious what we turn this into. I'm driving down the road one day, and I said, let me get this straight, Father. You're telling me you love me as much as you love Jesus. You know what he said? Yes. <laughs> I'll never forget one night he said, there's so many of my kids that have to wipe tears away from their eyes when they realize what they left on the earth, what they didn't have with me. Why do we have to wait to go to heaven to have intimacy with the Father? So you take just one passage, maybe two, and you just say, you know what, I'm like the, kid, the 12-year-old kid with fish and, and, and bread. I'm just, Jesus, going to believe this verse. And, and what I started doing is personalizing this passages. And for about three months, I didn't feel anything in my emotions, but I kept at it, Sid. And I would just say, no, he loves me. And one day in the shower, I began to cry, and I didn't know why I was crying. And I said, Father, why am I crying? And he said, my word, my Logos word has taken root in you, and it is breaking up the stony places. Well, then I started devouring. Sid, I didn't ask for feathers to drop. There was a 90-foot gold dust cloud that appeared above our stage in the service one day. People ran out of the room yelling, I don't ask for that. So you had another membership drive, I guess. You drove more people out. Yes. Well, I tell you, friendship with God, too, he'll take you through seasons that you're like, man, this is rough. And he says, well, the fellowship of my sufferings is a high form of friendship with me. We just got to get to the place where you want the Father on his terms. But he loves to connect with us as kids. I hope to be 100 years old to torture the devil down here in ministry. But even when I'm 100, I'm still a kid. He's my eternal father. And so relating to the father, Abba, as a child, signs and wonders and miraculous, it'll happen on accident. So you don't even have to read a book or have a big library of books. All you need to, if I'm hearing you right, oh, gee, you know what we do in our ministry. (laughs) If I'm hearing you right. All you have to do is cultivate a friendship with your father that knows everything you've ever done and loves you beyond any love you've ever experienced in this life. Simple. And invite him into your mess. You may not have a nervous breakdown. You know, not everybody's had a dramatic story like mine, but you're probably aware of your own brokenness. All I'm saying is invite the Father into it. He's always yearned for connection. He provided connection pre-Jesus, Jesus, and now. But this is what I believe I'm on the show to say. Jesus loves us, but he wants us to right now continue to ride his back like a kid to his Father. The first two words of the Lord's Prayer, our Father. 
Supernatural will happen on accident when he becomes your Abba Daddy. You relate to Paul briefly. Why? Paul, Paul's fascinating. I had a man crush on Paul for like five years. I read every book I could get my hands on about Paul. You know what he said? He boasted about his weakness and he said, I am the chief of sinners. Not I was. And I looked it up one day and I said, Father, I've heard so much teaching on identity. Hang on. Paul's boasting in his weakness and I am the chief of sinners. And then the Holy Spirit had me do something. He had me take the staff that I lead He had me take them to an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. I wasn't really sure why, because it wasn't about alcohol. It was in that meeting when a culture of vulnerability began to infiltrate our faith community. I began to weep in the back of the room, and I said, Father, I don't like the fact that there's more vulnerability in this AA meeting than there is at our church. And he began to sovereignly open up my eyes to Paul's vulnerability. What I want to do, I don't do. What I do, I don't want to do. All I'm saying is, instead of trying to keep that mask on, just invite the Father into your mess. I got a funny story to prove how real God is and how it's not about me. A woman flew from Australia for me to pray for her. That is a long way. She walks into our prayer meet. My wife and I, we had some intense marital fellowship that afternoon about a situation with our kid. I walk into this prayer meeting off the hills of some intense conversation. The woman gets healed as she walks towards me. I never laid hands on her. You know what the father said? He said, Chad, I did that for you because none of this has ever been about you. It's pointed at Jesus. Chad was given supernatural keys that were taught to him by the Messiah to make our mess our launching path into the miraculous. Be right back. We will be right back to It's Supernatural! Call now to get Chad Norris' powerful brand new book, Your Mess is Your Message, plus Chad's anointed and exclusive four-part audio CD teaching set and his companion study guide, Rediscovering the Way, Your 21-Day Walk to Freedom. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9828. My life became a mess, and I spiraled down into a dark period of depression and anxiety. At the end of my struggle, God spoke to me. He wants you to know the hidden message that I learned. You will receive Chad Norris' powerful brand new book, Your Mess is Your Message. Through this book, you will learn how God can turn your worst mess into a message that releases supernatural hope, healing, and transformation. Stop struggling in your faith and walk in supernatural favor with God. See the past hurts and pains God has healed you from as opportunities to help others walk in their own healing and wholesomeness. You will also receive Chad's anointed and exclusive four part audio CD teaching set and his companion study guide, Rediscovering the Way, your 21-day walk to freedom. Each of the steps lasts for just seven minutes within this powerful 21-step audio CD series, and the companion study guide will help you internalize every lesson. Through this 21-step series, you will learn how to talk to God and be redeemed from pain as a result. Become a new person with a deeper walk and understanding of the Father's immense love for you. Discover who is the source of your healing. The series includes anointed prayers for healing and prayers to help you walk in intimacy with your Heavenly Father. I use these same steps to freedom in my life right now. Take a chance on this. I really think it'll help you develop a high level of identity 
in the Lord Jesus. Don't miss out on getting Chad Norris' powerful brand new book, Your Mess is Your Message, plus Chad's anointed and exclusive four-part audio CD teaching set and his companion study guide, Rediscovering the Way, Your 21-Day Walk to Freedom. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9828. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39 Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9828 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. I want Chad to tell us some of these supernatural keys. I, he told me one the other night. You have to talk about Imagining you're a three-year-old. A lot of people ask me, Chad, how do I deal with warfare? And I always give them an answer that they stare at me like I'm kidding, and I'm not. And I said, you need, you need to stop trying to be so mature in your prayers, and you need to be a three-year-old, climb up on the neck of the Father and just hide there. I prayed a prayer one time. I said, I want to hide so deep in you that the only oxygen I have is from your nostrils. You see, the devil's not as afraid of anointing as he is friendship with the Father. Hmm. Anointing, he can outwit, but when he finds one of God's good friends, it's like the sons of Sceva. Hey, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. Who are you? The devil doesn't like messing with people who are really close to the Father. Uh, how does someone be a three-year-old at your age? with God the Father. I'm not trying to be funny when I say this. Ask the Father to help you. My, when my son was, I have two boys and a girl, Sam, Ruthie, and Jack. And Sam, he's my oldest now, he's 19. And he used to love putting on a Superman cape, and he would climb up onto the top of the swing set. And there were times I'd have to run out there and say, Sam, don't, don't break your neck. What I've learned is you never have to train a child on how to be a child, but you have to train adults how to be a child all the time. And so there's something about just being a child. Father, where are my keys at? And he'll show you. I have got stories upon stories of that. You know, your major premise that you teach from is inviting God into your mess and causing your mess to become your ministry. He loves it. I mean, you're going to drive the devil mishuga. It's a Hebrew word for crazy. If the mess he's put you in uh, gives you a proficiency in yeah. helping the world in that same mess. Uh, the, the name of the church that I pastor is called the Garden Greenville. And we have a college there called Garden College. The Holy Spirit told me to plant a literal garden about a year and a half ago on the back of our property. <laughs> I'm laughing now thinking about this. I'd forgotten about it. And the father said, I love gardens. And he said, Chad, I love compost. You know what compost is? I manure. Do. It's manure. God takes manure and grows beautiful things out of it. But you know what we do? We still do the same thing that Adam and Eve did in Genesis 3. Let me clean myself up. And when I'm around other people, I'm going to be a fake version of myself. I'm too old for that. I've already had my nervous breakdown. I'm not going to have another one. <laughs> and you know why I did? Because you get exhausted trying to be somebody else, Sid. And I just drew a line in the sand. I said, the Father loves me. I went to a conference two years ago that I didn't want to go to. The Father made me go to it. He said, I'm sitting here because I'm giving you a word for the, the, the leader of the conference. And I said, I'm not going to make it happen. You just bring her to me. 
And God brought her to me. This woman who is known all over the world began to weep. She said, how do you know words like this? And I said, I'm just a kid. He makes me go to a Voice of the Apostles uh, uh, conference. I go there. I pray for a young kid. Never asked his name. He had an incurable disease. He gets healed on the spot. And he said, how do you operate and stuff like this? I said, I'm just a kid. This is the key to the supernatural because the Father is supernatural. Last time I was in Israel, I was in Jericho, realizing this is the lowest elevated city in the world. How funny is it that the father said to Joshua, give me the lowest elevated city first and I'll give you the rest. A childlike heart is humility, it's contrite, it's playful, and the father will pounce on that. Very important. Remember the prayer that I prayed? Chad prayed. Just two words. Jesus. Help! Pray that right now as we go off the air. Chad, pray something that God has on your heart. Look in the camera and pray it right now. Father, I thank you so much for just who you are. Lord Jesus, thank you for revealing the Father to us. Father, I ask in this end time move of you that you would unleash spirit of wisdom and revelation for so many friends. The Father is calling his family back and his friends back. There have been believers for so long. There are so many people that believe in Jesus, but there's not as many friends of the Father. And I declare and decree as a prophet that over the coming days before the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, you will see the movement of friends friendship with the Father. The days of eternal life are not just when we die, they're now. And there is a fresh move of the Father on the earth to take normal, ordinary, broken people and bring them into His bosom. And I pray that that would be your reality. Call now to get Chad Norris' powerful brand new book, Your Mess is Your Message, plus Chad's anointed and exclusive four-part audio CD teaching set and his companion study guide, Rediscovering the Way, Your 21-Day Walk to Freedom. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9828. My life became a mess, and I spiraled down into a dark period of depression and anxiety. At the end of my struggle, God spoke to me. He wants you to know the hidden message that I learned. You will receive Chad Norris' powerful brand new book, Your Mess is Your Message. Through this book, you will learn how God can turn your worst mess into a message that releases supernatural hope, healing, and transformation. Stop struggling in your faith and walk in supernatural favor with God. See the past hurts and pains God has healed you from as opportunities to help others walk in their own healing and wholesomeness. You will also receive Chad's anointed and exclusive four part audio CD teaching set and his companion study guide, Rediscovering the Way, your 21-day walk to freedom. Each of the steps lasts for just seven minutes within this powerful 21-step audio CD series, and the companion study guide will help you internalize every lesson. Through this 21-step series, you will learn how to talk to God and be redeemed from pain as a result. Become a new person with a deeper walk and understanding of the Father's immense love for you. Discover who is the source of your healing. The series includes anointed prayers for healing and prayers to help you walk in intimacy with your Heavenly Father. I use these same steps to freedom in my life right now. Take a chance on this. I really think it'll help you develop a high level of identity 
in the Lord Jesus. Don't miss out on getting Chad Norris' powerful brand new book, Your Mess is Your Message, plus Chad's anointed and exclusive four-part audio CD teaching set and his companion study guide, Rediscovering the Way, Your 21-Day Walk to Freedom. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9828. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39 Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9828 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. Hi, I'm Mark Wallace. When God steps in, miracles happen. Like Joseph in the Bible, I was brought from the pit to the palace in my darkest hour. Join me on the next It's Supernatural with Sid Roth as I help you move into the supernatural. It's time to release your miracle. Many viewers report testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders as a result of watching It's Supernatural. Share your testimony at SidRoth.org forward slash praise. 